if you have that on your website and the more you have, the better, um, it's just gonna make people connect to your brand so much more. <laughs> hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Tori Mathis, and I am here with the one and only Sean Mathis, founder of Miles Through Time Automotive Museum. How's it going? And my vice president. Since the beginning. Since the beginning of our marketing agency. You know, we have a lot of people come to us for new websites. Um, maybe they have a brand new business or an organization and they're starting from scratch, brand new website. Um, and a lot of people are looking to upgrade their website from something that they had maybe a long time ago that is no longer serving them or is completely falling apart. Or they don't even have access to it anymore because yeah. somebody uh, is holding it hostage. Yeah, holding it hostage or how many times do we have it that, oh, my friend's cousin, their daughter did it, but now she doesn't do website design anymore, and so she has all the passwords, and now we can't get into it, mm -hmm. and now the domain expired, and so the whole website's gone. Like, these are the stories that we get a lot for websites. And we have a new client recently, and, you know, I have this conversation so many times over and over again about the fact that if you are going to have a website like you have to take care of it and the way that i put it is like you wouldn't get a car and never change the oil or rotate the tires and that's what people are doing with their websites you have to take care of them they need a little loving they need a little maintenance and they need to be updated from time to time. Like if you have a website even from a couple of years ago, there's probably some updates that you need to make to your website. Well, even some of the uh, early adopters that went out there and got you know, flash websites and then thought they're done. You know, they, got a website forever. they spent all that money and got that fancy flash uh, and they haven't touched it since then. The, the odds of their website coming up in any search result is slim to none because flash doesn't work anymore like it's it's outdated phones have never shown it so like from the beginning like when when people were starting to look at websites on phones like the whole website would wouldn't be there that whole entire like, which which is a bummer because the flash was cool and it made things very fancy and things were moving and you could do all these like fun things what's funny is that i had to design websites in college However, I only designed them in Flash. <laughs> and not that long after, like, Flash was gone. Like that, but that was well, like one of my big projects I had to do, which is pretty funny. See, and then I remember, you know, when you first started getting some of those smartphones and you'd go to websites, they, they were still the website. And it was tiny and try to find the, you know, the different tabs, the things to click on. You had to expand and do all kinds of stuff. And you, you, you can't have a website that that's how it functions. Like... So a, a responsive website is by far one of the biggest website upgrades that if you do not have, you absolutely need to have them. And there are multiple reasons for this. First is like Sean said, like people aren't going to hold their phone and like try to you know navigate on that. They're not going to try to squeeze into like see the text. They're probably going to leave. Well, like, the only they, way they're going to go to that is if they go to it directly because you search for it on it, you won't even show up. Well, that was my second thing. Like Google, it even we get um, warnings for our sites um, from Google Webmaster Search Console. Search Console that says if there's a problem with the mobile readiness of a website, like uh, some type of font is too small or buttons aren't working or whatever it is. So all the websites that we maintain, we 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 
keep track of them so that like any updates that happen, we make sure that their responsiveness goes on. And even ones that are responsive, like they still have problems now and then that have to be fixed. So first thing is like your website has to be responsive. And that doesn't mean that you have two different websites, some junky little simple website and your normal website. Responsive actually means that the website adapts to the different sized um, devices. So if it's on a tablet, it actually changes the size and then it changes again and it moves. And, and it's just, it's, it's part of the website design. Um, so you don't get two different websites. You only have one website. So the first one is user experience. Like you want your people to go on there and be able to, um, <laughs> the dog has <laughs> nicely made himself a bed. <laughs> like what is going on? <laughs> so you want your people to go on there and be able to actually like navigate well on the device. You want them to be able to fill out forms or whatever you want them to do. You want to be able to call you to contact you. Um, and that's going to happen best on a responsive website. Second is that Google actually gives people um, negative like scores for not having a mobile responsive website to the point that you may not show up in search engines if your website is one of those old websites. And, and I mean, really, there's enough competition out there for, for everybody that you're, you're not going to get shown like that. They're going to have. And the thing is, is responsive is so common now that if you've gotten a website within the last few years, you can almost guarantee, hopefully, it's a responsive website unless somebody did you wrong. Uh, but if you haven't maintained it, the code in the background of however that functions may not be working properly. And then you may think you've got a responsive website that's not even working. And now you're in the same boat as if you didn't have one at all. And that's part of the things that we do with our maintenance with our clients is that when all these different updates happen and new size phones come out and you know Apple changes all of their you know different things is that we've got to keep up with that so that our clients websites are still being shown properly so that's one of the things that uh, you got to make sure that you're giving the site a little love and checking on these things and another thing that you absolutely have to have on your website these days is an SSL certificate um, which helps to encrypt and encode the things that are on the website, makes it safe and secure. And Google is going to start not showing websites. In fact, you get lower search results if you don't have a secure um, website, if you don't have that SSL certificate. So that is something that you absolutely need to add on to your website. Super easy to do. Um, it adds on to your hosting account. It should cost less than $100 a year. And it'll make it so that when people go to your website, they don't get that little warning from Google or from whatever, or from Chrome, from whatever um, browser you're using, saying that this website may not be secure. Because people are going to run from that site. Yeah, what it does is it gives you that little lock and the S, so HTTPS. So that way, um, yeah, people know that your site is safe. So that's something that you absolutely need to have these days. Um, and probably in the next like year or so, like if you want your website to come up on search um, results, definitely have to have that for your website. Right now it's highly, highly recommended. Soon it will be required. So you might as well jump on board. Jump on board, get that for your site. The next thing that you should have on your website that if you don't have, you definitely need to get an upgrade is you need to have an email sign up form preferably several of them on your website so that you can keep in touch and build relationships with your prospects. Sean has one that does very well on Miles Your Time and it is a pop-up. It's actually, there's a pop-up form and then there is a couple different options scattered throughout the website for people to then just 
uh, click and do it that way as well. So it's, it all goes to the same place as far as collecting their email, but it get, definitely gives them a lot of opportunities to do it. No, the pop-up is a, a huge one because it's like right in your face. It's like, if you care at all, you know, put your email on there and you'll, you'll know more later. And you said once you actually activated that pop-up, you got a lot more signups for the website, right? Absolutely. Because just like, you know, in the other episode, we were talking about how people can't find the exit of the museum. It's the same thing on the website. You, you think because it's yours, they're going to see everything it is that you have to offer. But the reality is they have tunnel vision. They are looking for something very specific. And if, if they're not seeing it, they're not seeing the other stuff, you know, so it, the pop-up puts it right there and in their face and they can, they can do it or they can close it out. Um, but if all you had was just something on the side that said, sign up for my newsletter and then that's it, like you're almost guaranteed to get minimal, minimal, if not anybody to go and do that. And you need to offer your, your prospects, you know, people, your visitors to your website, a sign up and you need to be able to email them. I was super bummed. I found we were watching we were watching some art TV show and there was an artist on there that I thought was super amazing. And so I remembered what her name was and I went and searched her because her art is like exactly what I'm totally into. And I went to her website and she doesn't really do social media. She has an Instagram page and she's made like five posts like two, three years ago. So I can't really follow her there. I don't really want to forget about her. There was no email sign up on anything. I'm going to forget what her name is. Like, and there might be some time that like I wanted to buy something or I wanted to know more or see like what she's like, no way for me to keep in touch. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. So you really need to think about that kind of thing. And so people want to stay in touch with you. And maybe now is just not the right time for them to buy. So you have to allow them these opportunities to stay in touch with you. And some people just don't really want to do it through social media. Plus, social media drowns out so much. You got so much going on. I mean, when you're competing against politics and cat videos, like there's not a, a lot <laughs> that people might actually see what you have going on. You have to allow them to connect through um, email with you. One of the easiest ways to get it with that pop-up, if your business is the type of business that it makes sense, you know, 10% off, a dollar off, you know, whatever the, the, the case may be, but give them something in exchange for that email and you'll get them. So just, you know, you're exchanging something of value for the email. And, you know, with the pop-up, you might think, well, that's very difficult to do. So we use Kartra for our email signup, which makes it super easy that we, you know, uh, set up a form in Kartra, which again, like takes a couple of clicks to do. And then it actually gives us code that we just put on the website in one little spot. And then it just pops up. Like, it's not like it's difficult to do. So maybe five years ago, like it might've been hard or expensive, or you might've had to get like a designer or some website developer. Like that's not how things are anymore. Anybody can have a website, a pop-up on the website, no matter what kind of builder or what kind of, you know, how your website is built or, you know, it, it's not a problem anymore. There are ways for you to do it super duper simple. And then when people sign up, that name and that email address goes right into your email service provider, which again, like I said, we use Kartra, and then you can send emails to them directly from there. And it makes it super easy. See, and some people might think, well, I don't want to be intrusive and, you know, be annoying, right? Have that pop-up thing. There's ways, like, for miles through time, it pops up immediately because that's, it, it makes sense for miles through time to be like that. But maybe you've got a business that you don't want it to pop up immediately. So you, you have it so that it, you know, 
it can actually tell when you're about to close the tab or the browser or whatever, and then it pops up, you know, hey, before you go, you know, here's 10% off or whatever the case may be. So now they were leaving already, but you're, you're going to be like that one last, you know, do you really want to go? Because, you know, I got something for you. So, I mean, and then it's not intrusive at all because they're, they're, they're going to close it anyways like they were going to do. Or maybe you got them, you know, and that, that's a win. Wish that artist would have had that. I would have signed up. She could have emailed me and I would have bought all kinds of stuff from her. I actually wait for them. If I'm in some sort of online store to buy something, I wait for the, the pop-up. You know, I, I try, I'm like, give me that pop-up because I know there's going to be some sort of percentage off. <laughs> right. Uh, so and I'm waiting for that before leave, I make an order. Yeah. Before you leave, I'll give you 25% off if yep. you buy. Yeah. Yep. It works. And that's the thing is that the reason people do it is because it works. So stop thinking that like it's intrusive or it's not nice or it, it works. People sign up through pop-ups. I actually just gave my email to a company that they make these really cool wood phone cases. Uh, and I was actually I was looking for a case for the computer. They don't make one for the computer, but I gave them my email. And I've actually talked to them back and forth on social media a couple of times, being like, you know, any plans to, to make a MacBook Pro case? And they're like, oh, not at the moment, but we'll take it to our team. And, you know, who, who knows what they're actually going to do with that. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but I, I did wind up getting a percentage off that if I wanted to, to buy a case for the phone. Um, and then they had actually a competition for some other cube art type thing that's wood and resin and all this kind of stuff and um, yeah I mean I why not I did it because if anything if they if they do wind up coming out with something that I want in the future because they're they're really cool we just don't need a phone case right now but if I didn't give my email and then they didn't reach out to me every so I would completely forget about them well and you know Sean was like I'll get you one of these like like they're it's he was looking for my you know my newer computer so that we could have a case on it I like my phone case right now. Like, I'm like, I don't really need to buy one. But when we go to the next phone, like, yes, that is absolutely what I want. So, yes, we need to sign up for it. We need to follow them somewhere. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, what are you going to have? Like, a list of things? Like, when I get a phone case and write it down? Like, that email is so important. And I think that a lot of businesses, they don't... I, I think subconsciously, they know that not everyone's ready to buy right now. But they're so caught up on sell, sell, sell that all they want are their customers to buy right now. When in reality, you, you gotta you gotta stop thinking that way and and turn to a nurturer. Like you wanna nurture these people until they're ready to buy. Because if they were ever going to be a customer of yours, they, they you nurturing them will ensure that they, they do buy from you eventually. But if you don't nurture them. Don't give them an opportunity to be nurtured. They're gone. Yeah, you know, and, and if you're you're like they either buy now or they're gone, you know your your pool of customers is shrunk drastically. Uh, where again, if you nurture them, that pool of potential customers is massive. You actually have no idea how big it is because it could take you know a day, a week, couple months. It could take them years before they ever buy from you, yeah. especially depending on what your your price point is. You know it. Realtors, you know, I might, I'm not ready to buy a house right now, but if this realtor's got this brand and I'm like, oh man, when we are ready, they're my realtor. Mm -hmm. They're going to make a shit ton of money off of us when we're ready, but we're not ready yet. You know, and it's not, they're not losing anything. They're nurturing us. 
Yeah, building a relationship with your prospects is super important. And you're right. I think people focus on like they want the sale right now, right now, right now. But and I don't remember exactly what the statistic is, but it's around seven to ten touches that somebody needs with a business, with a brand before they will buy anything from them. And like Sean said, the higher ticket it is, it's probably more. And so you have a really good opportunity to uh, get a lot more clients and to build that know, like and trust with more people when you allow them to be nurtured. And it's generally going to be through email. Uh, Facebook or, you know, social media is secondary to that. I think there's a place for it. I think it's super important. Again, you're going against cat videos and politics right now, and it's kind of hard to break through all of that stuff. Um, But your email is a little bit more sacred. And so as long as you are giving good information and you're not um, necessarily being sell, sell, sell. I know I've talked about like the Halloween store that did like two emails a day until I finally was like, I got... I have to unsubscribe because I'm not going to buy right now. You know, you don't, don't be that. Be, you know, once a week, once every other week. Um, I would say once a month is not enough. I think you need to be in touch with them a little bit more. Otherwise, they're going to be like, who the heck is this? Or why am I getting this? Like, if you can continue to build that relationship um, over time, you're going to have a lot more people buying from you. I'm pretty sure no matter what your business is, there's got to be something interesting that's going on semi-often, right? Maybe once a week, every couple of weeks, something interesting is happening that would be interesting enough to let your customers know, your potential customers. You know, the thing is, it's that whole blindness, though. You got to stop being blind to your business. I had this client that was an author and we rebuilt this whole entire, we actually built two websites with him, one for his publishing company and one for his author website. And we were talking about different things to add on there and he was talking about social media and what he should be posting and things like that. And so I asked him about like what he was doing and he was like, yeah, blah, blah. And I have a book signing coming up. I'm like, you have a book signing? Like, that's awesome. And he's like, I do book signings all the time. Who cares? Like, who cares if you do them all the time? Two people who aren't like authors, like that's cool. Like people want to meet you. People want to hear about that kind of stuff. So he thought it was just like, well, it's every day. It's, you know, what I do. So you can't be blind to those kind of things. You have to share those types of things that other people are going to think are interesting. Plus you have brand new people coming in. You got to say the same thing over and over again, because you always have somebody new coming in that doesn't know that stuff. You know, if you're like, oh, well, I already told everybody that I do a book signing or I do book signings once a month or whatever, you know, that thing is, somebody new coming in doesn't know that. So you got to say it again. You have to introduce yourself again. Tell your story again. Tell your why again. Tell, you know, tell those cool little things because people don't know. People are coming in at different times. People don't remember. Maybe they didn't read that stuff. So it's easy for you to be blind on those types of things. And so maybe you need to ask somebody outside of your business or try to come up with maybe like 10 things that you need to constantly be putting out there. And then if you do an email that goes out to people twice a month, maybe you just grab one of those items. If you have 10, that gives you five months of things that you're always making sure. So that way you don't have to come up with a new idea. Cause it's like, you know, starting with a blank page, we always say like, never start with zero. Like don't start with a blank page. Start with one of these ideas and then just kind of go off of that. And it's one of those things, the more you do, the better you get, right? Sean's, Sean's so good at sending emails, you guys. Like if you sign up for the Miles Through Time uh, newsletter, Sean sends emails. Sean sends emails with pictures. Sean tells the stories. He tells the same things. He tells different things. Tells about what's going on, new things coming in, things going out, things that they need. Sean sends emails like when he needs something and people come out and help him. If he wouldn't have asked, nobody would have known he needed help, right? Yeah, it's, it's actually amazing. crazy how how much... The museum has gotten just from 
the emails I've sent out. Uh, and, and the thing is, is if I'll do the same thing on social media, I'll share something that's, you know, we need whatever it is. It almost never comes from that. It always comes from email responses. And you don't know who's on that email list. Sean has people from all over the place. People have emailed him and or have donated money and they're like, I live in California. I hope to come out there one day, you know, glad to help you out. Like, it's amazing. Like, you don't know who's on that, your list. Well, see, and specifically for the museum, I, I see that. Like, I know there's a lot of people on there that may not ever visit the museum. And I'm not going to poo-poo them. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, they're never going to give me $7. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? Right. So I, I want to tell them how things are going. You know, this, this is what's new. This is what we're doing. Uh, keep people excited. Say, these are the things that we want to do. And here's how you can help. And, and like, there, there's always something to say. Uh, the only thing that I, I try to, to do is, uh, I don't, I don't want to send an email every single week that is nothing but, we need this, we need this, donate this, donate this. Like that's, it's too much. People are going to unsubscribe. And I, I like, it would, it would be annoying to me. I want to know, Hey, this is the car that's coming in and all the, we got car shows coming. There's all these things. And I might not say anything about donations. You know what? Like I've talked about Gibbs Gardens before, but they send an email once a week at least and they give an update on what is blooming. And so they don't just say, hey, the azaleas are blooming. They're like, the azaleas are blooming and we have this many azaleas and they're this kind and this kind. And then you can click and you can see all these pictures of everything that like they're constantly saying, what's going on? What's And maybe azaleas aren't your thing. Maybe roses are your thing. Maybe you're gonna wait until the roses are blooming to come. But if they just assumed, oh, everybody knows that like roses bloom and I don't know when roses bloom, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like that assuming that people just know they don't and they tell all these things and just like the museum like you never know what that one thing is maybe somebody was waiting for that car to come in they're like oh my god my grandpa had that car i gotta go you know you gotta keep putting all that different stuff out there because you don't know who's on your email list that's gonna that they need that that they want to hear that that that's going to be the thing that pushes them to the next level to have them come in to have them buy from you and then stuff like the flowers are like that keeps them from unsubscribing like you're like, oh, what are they going to tell me on the well, next so, email? Right. And they put like beautiful, like they go around, they're like, these pictures were taken on the 23rd. And then they have all these pictures of like what's going on there. And so it's not like they're like, uh, buy Jim's book, buy the book, buy the book. Though that's always mentioned in an email, they have so much content that's interesting that's changing. Plus they're kind of following the same type of, like, I know what to expect from them. Like you pro- people for yours, they probably know, oh, Sean's got a change at the museum. So they know that they're getting an email that's saying, oh, so- Sean needs something. Sean's got a change. Sean has an event coming up. So they kind of start to know what to expect and they probably look for it. Mm-hmm. Now I look for, I want to know what's happening at the garden. Even if I can't go, maybe, maybe next year we'll get to go and catch the azaleas because we we're busy this year and we can't do it. So they may not have got me for the azaleas this year. But now I kind of have it in my mind that a year from now, I want to go that maybe now I'll renew my annual membership because I missed the azaleas this year and I want to see them. So now they got me another year because of this email that I sent out. See how that kind of can all connect. So sending out that email, super important. But people have to be able to find the sign up form. Pop up, freaking great. Absolutely works. People have them because it works. Um, and it's not like one of those obtrusive, like people have pop-up blockers and like, it's like, it's just a little pop-up that like you can close really easily. Um, and, and people do it because it works, you know, and talking about pictures, 
Uh, that is another upgrade that you absolutely should have on your website. I don't care what your business is, is pictures. Because pictures and video and audio and all of these things work to tell your story and make people want to work with you, make people want to go visit the museum. And again, like maybe five years ago, this was harder. Maybe it was uh, not easy to get them onto your website. It's super easy now. Like websites are so different than they were before that if you have an older website um, or if you're afraid of adding pictures or whatever, like this is something that you can constantly be doing to adding to like to make the user experience better and to have people get more interested in your website. In another video that we did, we talked about like your website needs to have like a main purpose. Sean's main purpose is to tell people about the museum. And he said the way that he does that is through pictures. Put cool pictures on there so people wanna come and see it. So you need to have those pictures. Um, you can put videos, you can have you know videos from YouTube or whatnot, all these different things that tell your story a little bit more. And not just on like a gallery page, like put them all over. That, that gallery is probably the worst place because nobody, nobody's going to do that. I mean, that, that, that's not really the, the way the process works. They, like homepage is gonna have some pictures. If you've got something that there's like, pictures just scattered throughout the whole thing so it visually looks appealing. You I know, love it, to design yeah, it pictures into... You don't want it to look like just a black and white newspaper that, that they're looking at and then hope that they go to the, you know, back in the... <laughs> I don't know if they still have them because we haven't had newspaper in the... But when I was a kid, you got the newspaper and then it was only like one page of the comics that were color, right? right. And then and it wasn't even all the comics, but that, that that's what my eye was drawn to was that, that one. So, I mean... You, if you put that all throughout the paper, right, your website, now it's visually stimulating. And then what happens is the eye is drawn to that picture. And then it's like, well, what am I looking at? And so they then they hunt to see what it is that they're looking at. And you, you can take them on a visual story of whatever it is you're selling or want them to do. Yeah, it definitely helps. You know, we talk about, you know, how do you make people interested? How do you pe make people care? And pictures, and especially pictures of people, people like to see pictures of people. There's like a psychological thing there that people are more drawn to other people's faces. That's why a lot of advertisements actually use people's faces and people's faces like looking at the camera because people want to see that. People are connected to that on a psychological level um, that if you have that on your website and the more you have, the better, um, it's just gonna make people connect to your brand so much more. And that's something that you can update and, and add to over time. It's not like you have to have, you know, 500 pictures before you, you know, do this to your website. Like the cool thing about the internet, and I say this all the time because I don't, I don't know if you guys think it's hard, but it's, it's changeable. Like you can change it tomorrow. You can add new words. You can change it completely. You can change all the colors. You can add new pictures. Uh, it allows you to be super flexible. So don't think that like we, we just talked about like, why do people uh, make these huge changes to their house right before they're moving out? Like it doesn't have to be this huge uh, remodel. You can just add things here and there and, and always constantly the little teeny upgrades, these little teeny things that make it better. Um, and adding this multimedia type stuff to your website is an upgrade that is gonna you know get you more clients and make people connect to your brand a lot more. It's uh, super important. Uh, the other thing, and this is something that you can do through uh, multimedia as well, is to have testimonials on your website. 
I think testimonials and reviews, uh, depending on what kind of website or what kind of business you have, it might be a little bit more relevant than not. But this is, again, something like Sean said, like the gallery page, people might not go to the gallery. So having website uh, reviews or testimonials scattered throughout your website is a really nice thing. And if you can get somebody to give you a video testimonial, like that is even better. Um, and so not only having them on there, but maybe having links to sites like Google or like Facebook where you have your reviews and asking people for reviews, I think is, you know, a super great upgrade for your website too. Yeah, because what you're doing is you're making people comfortable with, with your business. And, and the best way to do that is to let them know that other people are comfortable with your business because people follow people. You know, so you're, you're, all you're doing is you're presenting them with examples of success. They're, you know, these people liked my pizza or this people liked the HVAC install. These people liked the museum. These people liked the web designer. And then you're like, oh, how can all those people be wrong? <laughs> you know, right. and so at least you give them a chance. Social proof is super important. And again, it's that psychology of wanting to go along with people and do things. Most people don't want to lose money. People don't want to have a bad experience. And so letting them know that like, hey, We've been helping all these other people and they like us. Like it's it's a way that you can build your brand and connect with more people. See, and for me too, it's a it's a reputation thing. You know, if, if a business cares about their reviews and is like wants to show any potential customer how great they are, that means they're also they they care about their reputation, which to me means they don't want to lose it. You know, so reviews may or may not be real. You know, you you never really know unless it takes them to. Google or Facebook or something where you can trace it back to somebody specifically. Uh, but the fact that they're there tells me that they care, you know, that if they did me wrong, that, you know, I'm going to go out there and, you know, ruin their, their reviews where they, they care. They want good reviews. You know, they're actively trying to get good reviews, which means they're going to do the best they can to hopefully get more so that I leave a good review. And I, that's, I mean, that's super important. I'd rather pay more for something knowing that they have a reputation that they want me to give them a good review than for the deal that seems too good to be true that I don't know anything about them that, you know, if, if they do me bad and I go give a bad review, uh, it's just piling up with the rest of them because they don't care, you know, and that's, that's huge. So adding testimonials and reviews, super important that you can do to your website. So a couple other things, like um, I think those are like the big five ones that like you really have to have with your website. And if you don't have these things on your website, um, or if your website is like more than three to five years old, like you probably need to have like a little refresh, maybe like a redesign, get things freshened up. Uh, mobile devices change so much. Um, and the technology that's out, it, it's not just like it works better, but it's just so much easier. Like I talk about, you know, adding these photos or adding like a pop-up form, like, every year it just keeps getting easier and easier for people to take their marketing and take their website into their own hands and be able to do these things we have lots of clients that don't want to do that and so we uh, as a company actually manage that all for them but the the technology is there that anybody can do it it's not just for technical people you don't have to know coding like even when sean started working with me um it was still a lot of coding based stuff and so sean wasn't able to really take on a lot of that stuff because it was really difficult and that's only been several years and so now um you know sean not being like coming from a design background or a website building development background or anything like that um you know can do it we have some 
older clients, but they can do it. We have non-technical people that can do it. And so by getting your website updated and upgraded, not only is it easier for you, not only does it make it um, easier for Google to find you, but it's gonna give a better experience all around for your customers. And if you wanted some other things, like great things that you should probably have for your website is uh, maybe adding to your SEO, your search engine optimization, and work on that a little bit more because that can always be a little bit better. And things are changing with Google and how Google works, so always a good thing to go back through and update. Um, a really cool thing that I think is great is click to call. You can make all of the phone numbers on your website uh, actual clickable links so that when somebody goes on their phone, they can click it and it goes directly to call them rather than them having to copy it or write it down and then put it into their phone number. So it makes it super easy. Again, with the technology that websites are built with, it's, it makes it very easy for that to happen. Um, and if your website doesn't have a blog, we have quite a few episodes that we've talked about the importance of blog posts and about articles and how important they are and how they can bring in all kinds of new customers to your business 24 seven without you having to you know, keep working. One blog post will keep working for you and be like a little army out there getting you new people. Can you think of anything else, Sean, that you think people should have for the website? Uh, definitely integrate it with your social media. So if you've got a business Facebook page, um, business related social media in general on any of them, like connect that all to your website. So that it they can they can discover more about your business, follow you in different platforms, and it's just a way to to connect everything that is your brand, uh, so that however your customers want to follow you and and find you and learn from you, like you're you're just letting it making it easy for them. Really, is what it is, and it's super easy to do all that kind of stuff. You know, and just like that artist, like, man, I had to go search for her and then I had to search for her her social media and then I couldn't sign up for an, any type of email. And like, you're going to lose people if you don't have some of these things. And and people might not be ready to buy right now, but that doesn't mean that you can't still connect with them and start to like figure out what that sales process is. We talk about sales process all the time. Figure out how that sales process works so that you can get them in there even if they're not ready right now. I agree. So if you like this episode, we would appreciate it if you would share it. Maybe you have somebody that needs a website upgrade um, and we would super appreciate it if you would pass this on. Uh, if you're not a subscriber to us yet, you can definitely subscribe to us on YouTube or you can subscribe to our podcast. Our podcast is all over the place, wherever you might listen to podcasts. And of course, follow us on social media. Sean is at Sean Mathis, Sean T. Mathis or at Miles Through Time. And I am at Tori Mathis or Get Smart AF. And we hope that we can connect with you and we'll see you on the next one. If you want to get smart tools to build your business, go to besmartaf.com.